I should have worn a darker t-shirt. Sweaty boy, sweaty boy. to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 287. My name is Colin Mahern, and with me this week, oh, 007, not you as well, <laughs> it's Rich Walker. Yeah, me as well. You yeah. as well, Rich. I, uh, I, I'm emasculated Bond. Well uh, done, Rich. You've never gotten a cultural reference that quickly. It's kind of hard to miss this uh, today. Yes. Piz, Morgan, Gammon Face... Talking about, what was it, Daniel Craig with a, a little baby carrier, baby Bjorn carrying his child? Like that is in some way is that what they're not called? masculine. It, are they called baby Bjorns? Because he, so. in it, he has hashtag emasculated bond and hashtag papoose. Yeah, I'm not sure what papoose is. I, I've heard like um, a child referred to as, oh, a little, little papoose. Right. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it's that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe they are called papo- a papoose. It Piers Morgan, right? I, I, it's no secret. Mm-hmm. Awful prick. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Everyone is is well aware of that. Yeah, hundred percent. And I do wonder sometimes, like he probably is a prick, but yeah. I wonder sometimes is he playing up to the prickness? See, and like is he saying things like this to play up to the character of Piers Morgan? I've heard the same sort of thing leveled at. Katie Hopkins, uh, yeah. who is a similarly horrible, twisted, withered old piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think you can say that kind of thing without actually believing it and tweeting it out to everybody. See, why would you do that? If, you my know my I mean? my worry more than than Piers Morgan is the people who do see that and like, if he is playing. Yeah. up to him a little bit there are people who see that and they maybe don't yeah. realise he's playing oh, up to too, it and, and go yeah exactly oh yeah what's a man doing looking yeah. after a child I know right disgraceful and it's it's that's more of the mm. the, the frightening thing yeah. I think no, than absolutely. Piers Morgan himself saying anything yeah because yeah. it's, it's fucking too right Daniel Craig yeah. has a baby in a papoose or the baby <laughs> is called the papoose or what we're not too sure maybe should yeah. have checked that beforehand probably I, li- I like Daniel Craig's look in that his Liverpool hat and his his glasses yeah He's there's nothing wrong looking. with nothing wrong with any of that picture it's entirely Pierce Morgan's own insecurities with his own masculinity I think To the news this week. Mm. And Rich Walker, with yep. a number of very interesting stories that mm. we will get onto in due course. But my God, yeah. yesterday dropped a bit of bit of a bombshell. Mm. Dan Hauser, co-founder of Rockstar Games, very rarely does interviews, either him or his brother, really. They <laughs> Probably with good reason, <laughs> based on this. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> yeah, rarely does interviews, but did one with Vulture, where... There were a number of things said, mm-hmm. and we can maybe discuss some of them. Uh, like, he said that the game is 65 hours long, and that's with yeah. five hours of content cut. There's 300,000 animations, 500,000 lines of dialogue delivered by 700 actors. He said that in New York, we employ the most actors around, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. But that wasn't what people... 
really zoned in on. Yeah. It was the fact that Dan Hauser said that they had been working really hard on this game. So hard that they were putting in 100-hour weeks. Yeah. So people saw... Dan's words as bravado, really, mm. and you know he, him being proud of the fact that yeah. yes, one hundred. Like Rich, you're good at maths. Seven by twenty-four. A uh, lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, like you know, that's yeah. however many hours in a in a week. One hundred hours. Mm. That's what. Well, the average, half the average working week is forty. 40 yeah. So yeah, this is almost almost three working weeks. That's what is it? Two and two and a third, something like that. It, it's a lot. It's too much. It's too much. Too much. Really? Yeah. So this was two doing this was doing the rounds, no. and this brought up. I can't, I can't do maths. <laughs> <laughs> this people, I suppose, it brought up the the crunch yeah. uh, discussion again, which mm-hmm. does come up every now and again. Um, like I'm trying to think, what was the last thing that may have maybe Telltale? Yeah, yeah. but but it, it it comes up every now and again, and a number of video game developers uh, went on Twitter and were were discussing this fact yeah. and like how you know when I worked at Rockstar I was putting in X amount of time mm. or my and there there was a lovely thread actually I can't remember who set it up on Twitter of like here are games that were created and there was no crunch involved at all and it was used as a way for people to promote their games and yeah. go tell us what games you have done in a regular working time yeah. where you have been able to go home see your family mm. you know watch fucking first dates and uh, do you know actually have very time important. very important <laughs> yeah. have time to yourself so this was as I say be doing the rounds and let me see it was so how's it responded to this I think to Kotaku and it's quite a long quote but he for all intents and purposes said that him let me find the names here now Uh, He said, quote, After working on the game for seven years, the senior writing team, which consists of four people, Mike Unsworth, Robert Humphreys, Laszlo and myself, had, as we always do, three weeks of intense work when we wrapped everything up. Three weeks, not years. We have all worked together for at least 12 years now and feel we need this to get everything finished. After so many years of getting things organised and ready on this project, we needed this to check and finalise everything. More importantly, we obviously don't expect anyone else to work this way. Across the whole company, we have some senior people who work very hard purely because they're passionate about a project or their particular work. And we believe that passion shows in the games we release. But that additional effort is a choice and we don't ask or expect anyone to work anything like this and he goes on a, a little bit as well so 100 mm. hour weeks crunch as a whole like Red Dead Redemption 2 is yeah. coming out on the 26th of October yeah. when it comes out people will judge it as a, a game a product a whatnot, yeah. without taking into consideration the hours that were sort of put into it yeah like I, which which is sad. like the game. I suppose developers, people who work at developers, are are nameless entities for the most part. It is Rockstar. Yeah, you know, it is Naughty Dog. It is Soccer Punch. It is yeah, yeah. Whomever. Maybe you'll have a creative director or maybe yeah. a Hideo Kojima or someone like that. An author that, yeah. that that yeah. takes center stage exactly. But these people that are 
working mm. their fucking arses off yeah. to get something out the door. Because I find his quote there about we... Um, where's it gone? But... Like, more importantly, we obviously don't expect anyone else to work this way. Across the whole company, we have some senior people who work very hard purely because they're passionate about a project or their particular work. And their additional effort is a choice. And you have to ask yourself, is their additional effort a choice? Like, like obviously, look, this is a purely speculation. Don't know. But I would be inclined to wonder, like... Yeah, maybe it's a choice, but is it, but is it a, if a, a forced feels maybe like too strong a word, well, but I can't like, is it, is it a forced choice? Even if we give him the benefit of the doubt and say that, you know, it, it was, was a just, choice and like yeah. people really wanted to do a hundred hour week to make the game amazing. If you're on that team and you stay within your allotted hours and be like, I'm off home, I'm going to, you know, see ya. And the rest of the team are, do- are doing the hundred hour weeks. <laughs> How is that person going home on time going to be judged what? against the rest of the team? I think we've all worked in places like that before. Yeah. Where, sometimes, right, mm. the, and I'm not saying this is like it is here, but you know, uh, you'll have the person who does work their hours and when the clock yeah. it strikes five, six, whatever it is, yeah. they go, goodbye everyone, I am going home. Yeah. But then some people decide to stay on. Yeah. Now, a lot of the time, those people who stay on are looked upon favourably yes. by the upper management. Well, exactly. And so, as you say, like, oh, it's because they, they mm. choose to do so. But is their hand being forced by either management or yeah. by other people around them? This is it. Because they feel that they are looked upon more mm. favourably by upper management. Or, I mean, if you've got a release date locked in place as well, if you don't put in the 100 hour weeks, you're not going to make the target. And so what choice do you have in that regard as well? Because mm-hmm. you're like, well, we could all do normal 40-hour weeks, but the game won't get done. And we, you know, what happens then? Do you know what I mean? You can have crunch anyway, surely. And it's very, because it is, the answer is quite simple. What happens then? We delay the fucking game. Yeah, and it's like, only been delayed by a year, you know, it? So. I, I... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, it, 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 like I suppose microtransactions and loot boxes and whatever come up a lot here as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, people say that there is a reason for that because games cost a lot of money. Yeah. And this is, like, s- something like this is shows you why in-app purchases are maybe a necessity. Yeah. Because even if a game goes, like, I'm trying to think what was it recently. Uh, was it Doom? Or... I can't remember, but even, I suppose it happens every now and again. Mm. Um, what was the fucking Spider-Man? Like, yeah. even when it was like, oh, there are no microtransactions, it's like, yeah! <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything about the culture there, or what yeah, happened yeah, there, yeah. and the work hours, I have no fucking idea. But, like, everyone goes like, yes, no microtransactions, fantastic! Mm. But then you go like, it, I don't know, what, yeah. but like, did people have to stay out? Like, like, there are no microtransactions in Red Dead, is there? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, there might be when it goes online. Fair, true. There might yeah, be like yeah, currency that you can buy, like um, GTA, you could buy cash cards, couldn't you? To, yeah, no, yeah. That, that is fair. But within like the single player, no, like I don't think so. May- maybe, and maybe there is no microtransactions because of these horrendous working conditions. Well, also, a big project like that, you can bank on it being a success, right? Red Dead Redemption's not going to be a, a massive financial failure, I shouldn't think. 
just like Spider-Man, they could bank on that being big. Mm. You know? So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a different prospect, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And I, I just, I don't know, like we, we've all worked in jobs and whatnot where uh, I suppose sometimes you are passionate about something and mm-hmm. you do put in extra hours or yeah. or whatever the case may be. But then that is where maybe management should be like, you know, I, I don't want you to burn out. Mm-hmm. I want you to be ship shape. Yeah. And, you know, w- when you're in the office and you're, you're mm. working from nine to five, six, whatever yeah. it is, whatever the hours are, I want you to be fucking on it. But go home and relax and... Take your mind off yeah. of all this. And if that means that Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out in 2019, 2020, so be it. So be it. Well, that's why I feel like, I mean, I don't know what the culture is necessarily like at CD Projekt, but they say their games will be ready when they're ready. Mm. And so I assume they don't, maybe don't have that crunch culture if they, they're free with the time. Mm. They're like, it's ready, right, it comes out on such and such a date. Maybe that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Like, you know I'd love mean? to know. Like, and this comes from a place of pure ignorance. I mm. don't know. Like, you studied film, so maybe you might be yeah. able to... Like, is is there a similar culture? You w- When you're on a set, you can work very long hours. Yeah, but it's usually quite concentrated, I think. It's not over the space of... I Fair mean, it enough, It can yes. be over the space of years, but I think that's fairly rare. Right. I mean, you're talking sort of <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola apocalypse now, kind of... Oh, hellish okay. kind of, you know, they're the exception to the rule, I think. Those kind of Whereas things. it feels like in AAA video games, yeah. it's more the rule. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And one thing, one, one good thing, well, is it because we're in our own bubble? I don't know. Because I was going to say one good thing that's come from, from this is people going, that's not something to be proud of. Mm-hmm. But then you do wonder... When it comes to the likes of the people who were criticizing EA, yeah, uh, around the time of like the Madden tragedy, or uh, I don't know, whenever you, or even Telltale, when people are going like, "Where's my fucking game?" Yeah, yeah, those dicks. <laughs> like, do do they really look at us from Probably, a compassionate point of view? Probably not. Probably not. I don't think they know what compassion is. <laughs> these people, mm. uh, unfortunately, just, I don't know. It's it's a shame, but I. I don't know. It would be nice if something like this was spearheaded a, a movement as such. I don't know. Uh, like people have been crying out for unionization for mm. a very, very long time. And I think that I mean, it only makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if any, if nothing else, like you say, this has raised kind of an awareness of of what goes on. And uh, yeah, I guess it needs to change, doesn't it? Mm. Mm. No, it, it definitely does. Because I'm I'm sick to death of hearing rumours <laughs> about things, Rich. Yeah. Sorry, that was Are poor. you sick to death I've... of hearing the Fleetwood Mac album rumours? No, I'm not, because it's great, right? <laughs> yeah. So, this, I think this happened, like, after we did the podcast. It was quite, mm. I don't know, it was. It, it feels like we would have talked about this on last week's, but we didn't. It must have just, yeah, happened straight after. Obsidian Rich. Yeah. Those of South Park... Stick of Truth, Fallout fame, New Vegas. Fallout New Vegas. Mm. Uh, they are rumored to be in almost acquired by Microsoft. The deal is almost done, apparently. Mm. Now, this was a week ago, and there hasn't been anything since. Yeah. So Kotaku went to Microsoft and Obsidian, and a Microsoft 
rep told Kotaku that, quote, we do not comment on rumours or speculation. Obsidian told Kotaku, unfortunately, we don't comment on rumours or speculation, other than to say that the rumours album by Fleetwood Mac still holds up. Which is excellent. Outstanding. <laughs> Good one. And I think that has put pressure on everyone else yeah. to come up with a funny, well, clever line when bother. they comment, don't no, bother. You're not going to beat that. It's yeah. outstanding. But I almost took offence to it a little bit. Because saying that rumours still holds up... Some well, people I, think it doesn't. I, that makes it sound like... Yeah. You know, that people who don't, are these people? Who are these idiots? Yeah, morons. Because as soon, like the, the morning after, when mm. I was in work, I was like, so I haven't listened to rumours in a while. Get that shit on the fucking Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, second hand news. What a banger to start off <laughs> exactly, with. Exactly, yeah. It's a fantastic the album. The chain. Oh, what the chain, chain, Rich. Yeah. The chain. <laughs> Wasn't that used in Formula One? It is the Formula One theme. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the guitar the solo bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> but, um, yeah, again, does this make you excited for the Xbox 2 or whatever it is? When you have, who do, we, who do they have now? They have Ninja Theory. Yeah. They have Playground Games, Undead yep. Labs. Yeah. Uh, what's the, the We Happy Few People? Compulsion? Compulsion, yeah. Um, now maybe Obsidian, like all these mm. purchases that we haven't, and even, uh, what's the name of the other people? The, not the initiative. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it the initiative? Yeah, yeah, that was a new studio they formed. Like all these, either forming new studios, mm. um, uh, buying other studios with, with pedigree, with backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. Now, maybe, maybe Obsidian as well. What I will say about Obsidian is they're a good developer, but all of the games I've played that I've enjoyed of theirs have been licensed. And they're licenses that Microsoft own, like South Park, like Fallout, uh, like Alpha Protocol. That would be cool. They, they did that, but that's a Sega property, I imagine. Unless Sega just published it. But I wonder who I owns can, the rights I to that. I don't know. So I'd love to see another Alpha. Imagine a really good Alpha Protocol. That's potential. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because yeah, it was buggy yeah. and fucked up, the mm. original Alpha Protocol. But um, it had, you know, it had something. There's something there. They're a talented bunch. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that it's just news like this always coming out and are mm. just kind of being drip fed over the course of the last couple of months is it's exciting for what? Yeah, but that's that's the issue. It's exciting for the Xbox Two mm. or Xbox Seven Twenty or not whatever in, whatever they're imminently. going to call the next Xbox. <laughs> not the Seven Twenty. God, ah, <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Do you remember those rumors when before mm. the Xbox One? That's Xbox. how you'd write it, wouldn't it? Xbox Seven Twenty will wasn't, do this, that, and the other. Wasn't there? Do you remember the film Real Steel with Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Wasn't there? Because there was why? Oh well, advertising. There, there was advertising hoardings. for an Xbox Seven Twenty around. Possibly it or that that rings a bell. Yeah, I think so. I think that made the news, didn't it? Like, yeah, confirmed. <laughs> but me, I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking of. I'm well, having. That sounds. I, I might be having familiar. like spectral visions or something. Uh, like or, yeah, or something ghostly. Like trapped in some sort of ghost mode. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So Hitman 2, Rich. Yeah. It's got a new mode called Ghost Mode. <laughs> yeah. I'm being possessed. Uh, <laughs> Someone call an extra It's Hitman multiplayer. <laughs> uh, tell me, what is Ghost Mode? What, what ghost is Mode. So, right. It's Hitman 2 multiplayer, competitive multiplayer, but wait. Don't, There's more. Don't get scared. I know it's called Ghost Mode, but uh, it's not scary. It's um, <laughs> it, it puts you and another player in the same map, but the player you're competing with is kind of in an alternate reality of the map. Mm. So the maps are identical, 
but they exist independently of one another. And you have to compete to get the most kills within the time limit. But when I spoke to Dan, he said that uh, it also takes into account the creativity of your kills. So it's not necessarily just about racing to get kills the quickest, Mm. I believe. Um, Although I read a press release shortly after I was told that and it said first to get five kills wins. So I, I don't know who to believe or what to believe. <laughs> but it's it's a race to get five kills first, basically. Hmm. Yeah. Does, is this the best way to introduce yes. multiplayer and Hitman? Definitely. Because the alternative is like... Kill each other. <laughs> Agent like, 47 fights Agent 47. Uh, yeah. Grot wires at dawn kind well, of thing. Because oh, that's what I probably would have envisioned. Now I prefer yeah. this. But that's what I would have envisioned a la... What Assassin's Creed game was that? Unity? Do you remember uh, where you had to hunt the other person down? Oh, that was that started in Assassin's Creed 3. Was 3 the first one, was this? Yeah, or was it? Hold on. But you know, you know what I'm talking about anyway. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the one where, yeah, you must kill the other character. Yeah. And the other character can, they can blend in with the crowds, they yeah, can hide yeah, in yeah. hay bales. That was great. That was such a good multiplayer. Really underappreciated, so would, would you I not, feel. Would you not like Hitman to do... It, it, it wouldn't have to be 47, you could just be a skin um, of somebody. I don't know. I feel like because Assassin's Creed is more sort of action-y than Hitman, I don't think it would work for Hitman because you can't do like an aerial takedown with Agent 47, can you? You can't swoop from a rooftop and... Yeah, I mean, yeah. he gets dressed up in chicken costumes and things like that, so does, why not put but... it on Don the Hood? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just don't think it would work in that kind of sphere. But you I are looking... This works. You are looking forward to... It sounds good, mode. yeah. It does it sound good. good yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did a little um, video preview on the on our YouTube channel and, and it looks it looks interesting and it's definitely if you're going to have multiplayer in Hitman that's the way to go for sure what about virtual reality in Hitman a bit too uh, intense I think virtual reality choking in- someone to death or you no it's, it's, <laughs> yeah maybe you know so I mean? <laughs> virtual reality in Borderlands 2 nah no. I can't see it working <laughs> well Rich how excited are you now the Borderlands 2 VR is coming to PlayStation VR on December 14th initially I was like oh interesting and then single player only which is kind of but why it gets rid of part, uh, one of the main reasons that Borderlands 2 was so fun Borderlands 2 out initially Rich in 2011 which is ludicrous. Was it really? Yeah. That long ago. Uh, so this is Borderlands 2, pretty much as you know it. Yep. There is a new feature called Badass Mega Fun Time, which allows you to slow down time. It's, I don't know, it's sort of bullet time-ish. Yeah. Or um, I suppose things we're talking about Red Dead, uh, what's it called? Dead Eye? Uh, Dead Eye. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, so no. Isn't... Well, I did wonder about that because... One of the things about Borderlands is it gets pretty intense sometimes. It can be quite busy. And I just imagine it would, I don't know, detach your retinas maybe or something or burn them. Um, so yeah, maybe this slowing things down thing is good, but I, I don't know, man. I just, I'm like everyone else who was just like, where's Borderlands 3? Mm. It just reminded me that they still haven't announced Borderlands 3. No, they haven't. You know I mean? Now, Sony has announced that you'll be able to change your name, however. That's a long time coming, isn't it? A very, very long time coming. So we spoke about this last week. It was heavily rumoured. It has now been confirmed. It's in beta testing. How do you beta test a fucking name change? I'm not entirely sure. But uh, the PSN ID change will be properly rolling out to everyone from early 2019. 
And it is it, to change your name the first time will be free. Yeah. To change your name every subsequent time will cost you a tenner. But if you have PlayStation Plus, it will cost you a fiver. And th- that's dollars, though, right? That, well, yeah, that's dollars. So, so it's like eight quid and four, four quid. <laughs> Now, mm. I, like, yeah, this you, you said this is coming an awful long time. Mm-hmm. And is it coming an awful long time because some games won't support this ID change? I don't get that. So, this is... When a, it said that, I just, strange. I sort of put it in the article not understanding what the fuck that meant. So, yeah, every game that came out after the 1st of April 2018 will, it will support the, the ID change and you'll be fine. Plus, the quote, most played PlayStation 4 games, whatever they may be. But games prior to that date, prior to April Fool's Day this year, Mm. some of them will work, some of them won't work. But you will be able to, like, temporarily change your name back or something for the purposes of that game. I don't understand. How, how is, why is this so complicated? Obviously, something within the infrastructure that's... We, as you say, we don't understand. Well, uh, this, th- it just make it would make me not want to change my name. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, it sounds too wrapped up in potential issues that I, you know what, I'll just stick as I am. It's not worth it because I, I also find this quote from the PlayStation blog curious. If for any reason you you experience issues after changing your ID, you can revert back to your original ID for free at any time. You will only be able to revert once during the preview program. Reverting back to an old ID will resolve most issues caused by the ID well, change. <laughs> so if it's going to cause issues to change your name, don't bother. Do you not think? Do you just, think, just leave I, it? I, I would. I mean, my name's not that embarrassing. No. What's more valuable, a PlayStation 4 that works with all your games or a faintly not embarrassing username? <laughs> you know what I mean? You've got to weigh that up, I suppose. I think the most embarrassing thing is talking about the PlayStation 5. I know, it's too soon. It's way too soon, Rich. But Sony is apparently on the lookout for a senior product manager to look after the PlayStation 5 campaign and roadmap. This is according to a job description on LinkedIn uh, where it... Men- now, it doesn't say the PlayStation 5. It say- it mentions Sony's next generation plans yeah. and says that this senior product manager will, quote, own the roadmap. <laughs> what- whatever. I love that as a turn of phrase. Own you will the- own the roadmap. Own the roadmap. It sounds like a big responsibility. It does. It does indeed. You know, if you, if you have the roadmap and you take a wrong turn... It's all on you, you know? You take the PS5 down a cul-de-sac. Is there any GPS for this roadmap? Well, this is, yeah. Uh, so it reads, as part of this hands-on position, you would work across partners, product and engineering, and contribute to development and growth of PlayStation intelligence platform. You will own the roadmap for the next generation PlayStation campaign. So it's, all right, we know that this is coming, but how soon do you think this is? Um... Well, we had what the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. That was was that last year or the year before? It's not been that, that long, was, right? Oh, maybe maybe the year before. And I'm still playing games on my 4K TV, and I'm like, they look good, man. We don't need an upgrade yet. No, you're you're so happy. I, you're happy. Yeah, with what you have. absolutely. And I I think most people are, to be honest. Mm. I don't know of anyone who's like, oh, I'm so hyped for a PS5 or the next Xbox. Well. 
Yeah. Well, do, I mean? do you think anyone's hyped for a Command and Conquer remaster? <laughs> yes. I'm guessing by that laugh, no. I mean, I, I've, I was never a massive Command and Conquer guy, to be honest. No. Um, I used to work for a, a sort of PC strategy site. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did get to play a lot of Command and Conquer and go to a lot of the events and speak to. I spoke to Joe Kuken, the the guy who plays um Kane. Mm. And he's great. He's he's really cool. If he comes back, maybe I might be excited. Then, then maybe yeah, yeah, because he's he's brilliant. Well, but e- um, no, yeah, no, no, never. Yeah. No, it's okay. Well, EA has said that they are quote exploring the possibility of remastering some of the old Command and Conquer games because it will be the series' twenty fifth anniversary in twenty twenty. Jim Vasella who is the producer, he said, he, well, he, he spoke about Command & Conquer Rivals, which is the, the recent mobile Command & Conquer game. Mm-hmm. And he said, as most of you may know, we recently announced Command & Conquer Rivals, a mobile game set in the Command & Conquer universe. Following the reveal of Rivals, we heard you loud and clear. The ellipses, which is an interesting placement of ellipses <laughs> there, community also wants to see the franchise return to PC. But no one wants them on consoles. Nobody. Oh, well, who does? It's so awkward and fiddly, no? No. Command Congo is fine on a console. I played Red, well, Alert, Red Alert 3 or whatever. It's, it was okay? Yeah. Yeah, it worked mm. fine. Mm, maybe. Did, did, did Sonic the Hedgehog work all right? And no, it's awful. It? You, you, need, you need a keyboard and mouse for Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> do you? Yeah. You do. <laughs> well, Sonic the Hedgehog, Rich, yeah. So some people don't agree with you because <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog to date, has sold 800 million units. That's quite a lot, isn't it? That's an awful lot. Mm. In a long time, but still. Yeah. That's impressive. And what's maybe more impressive is that Yakuza 6 is the first game in the Yakuza series to sell just as many copies in the West as it did in Really? Mm. That's huge. Which is... Genuinely, that's mm. fucking huge. I like. bought a copy and I contributed to that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, well done. Nice to be Rich. a piece of history, you know. So, yeah, it's, it worked out, I suppose. Mm. Uh, we, do we like Yakuza? I can't remember what our official line is. Uh, our official series. line is that, yes. <laughs> yeah, we do. We, All right, we, yeah. we enjoy Yakuza. <laughs> I'm not sure what our official line on Shenmue is, though. I haven't been back to it. Have you not? No, I haven't. <laughs> do you know what? I saw this piece of news that we're going on to here, which is about that cancelled remake that they were planning instead of the remasters. And it looks really good. And I was thinking, I wish they'd gone through with it, but they didn't. So, yeah, mm. I, 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 this is quite a, a visual one. If you yeah. go out and look at the, the comparison photos here of the Shenmue 1 and 2 remake yeah, and this proposed Shenmue... Um, oh, no, sorry, the Shenmue 1 and 2 remaster yeah. and the, the photos compare, comparing that to the cancelled remake. remake. Yeah. It's, they're quite stark, aren't they? Yeah, like the remake had proper shadows. It had... More complex 3D geometry, uh, the textures were higher res, everything just, it looked really, really good. Um, they were going to do a proper full on remake, right? Mm. But it was abandoned in favour of just giving the old Dreamcast games a, a, the once over with the HD paintbrush. Yeah. Kind of thing. Which, you know, a little bit of a shame because they, uh, I know this is controversial and people are going to hate me for saying this, but they don't really 
stand up that well. Mm. Have you have you played? No, no, I no, no. I, I I'd never played them when they were originally out. Nor did I play Shenmue yeah. one and two because people were saying that yeah, it's not not, not the I, best. Uh, th- they they're great. What I played of you know Shenmue one is really good. It's just a bit shonky. It just hasn't dated that well. But I do intend to go back and uh, see them through because you know. They're regarded as classics for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Call of Duty Black Ops 4 will be considered a classic in years to come. Because, my God, Rich, it has smashed records. Yeah. Destroyed them. Who'd have thunk it? Biggest ever day one launch for Activision ever. I can't believe that. digitally. Vindication, right? So, sales, digital sales, yeah, massive, up. Mm. Um, do we have an actual figure of how much they are up? <laughs> up a lot, right? Oh, uh, oh physical sales. We've got but, how much but, is but, down. But physical, physical sales, sales are down almost half on World mm. War Two and 59% on Black Ops 2. Well, that supports our um, ongoing argument that digital is creeping in mm-hmm. and starting to become more Because of I suppose maybe the, the, whilst we do mention internet infrastructure not being... Amazing for certain things. This was for downloading games. Well, pre, you can preload, can't you? So you can have yeah. it ready to go as soon as it's midnight. Which you, is quicker you, than driving into the shop exactly. and, yeah. and getting it where you're wasting petrol, precious, time. precious seconds, minutes, <laughs> yeah. hours. I must play now. On to what we've been playing this mm. week. We were talking about it earlier. We were mm. about. Two, two seconds, seconds ago. ago. <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Yeah. The campaignless Call of Duty. Yeah. Which initially made me quite worried. Me too. I was like, ooh, I don't know. Because the part I like about Call of Duty mm. is the campaign. Me too. I, I am one of those people because I'm not great at the multiplayer. I'm look, Let's call a spade a small shovel. I'm shit <laughs> at, uh, when, it, when it comes to online multiplayer. So I don't find it all that fun. Whereas the, the bombast and silliness of Paul Daniels yeah. in the Call of Duty <laughs> campaign, I enjoy that. This rich, no campaign. We have zombies, we have blackout, we have hardpoint, control, and is there something else? Are you, go- are you going through much? all the modes? Well, I suppose the point I'm making is there may not be a campaign, but there is... An awful lot to I this think, Call of Duty. I think Heist is a new multiplayer mode where it's kind of like Counter-Strike. You start with a budget and you can buy uh, different guns and gadgets and things and perks uh, for each round. And then you steal the money and you're supposed to bring it to the extraction point and then you get more money for the next round and buy mm. better weapons and stuff. I played a couple of rounds of Sounds that. Sounds a little bit like was, Weakest Link where you have to bank the money. I was terrible at it. Yeah. I managed to pick up the money once and got killed immediately and I was just like, yeah, no, not for me this mode. So I'd go back to regular old Team Deathmatch where I can actually, you know, make a difference. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So tell me what's, what's different. You have... You have specialists anyway, first of all. Is that this one of the uh, main what, differences? That Well, that was in Black Ops 3, the specialists. Okay, well but then I it think, is. <laughs> so that, that's not really new, but th- they're really well balanced. None, Not one of those specialists feels like, oh, they're a bit shit. I'm not you know, going to be them. I was constantly changing, like experimenting with the different ones because they've all got really interesting abilities. Um, I mean, I mostly gravitated towards Battery with her grenade launcher and her cluster grenade. And... Uh, Oh, what's his name? Ruin with his big groundy pound thing and his grappling hook. And then there's one other guy 
uh, I can't remember his name now, but he paints the targets with his special ability so you can see enemies he through walls. Them. Well, he has these special goggles and he says painting targets and they come up red. Uh, like you can see him on okay. in the game, and that's when you can go on some proper kill streaks because you can just track enemies down and you know go on a rampage. Mm. Um, so that was good. Uh, yeah, no, was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised by how much I really liked it because I like you and sort of I want to play the campaign. I want to see the explosive set pieces. I want to see the stupid shoehorned in guest stars. I want to see. I want to you know try and make head and tail of the incomprehensible mm. story. Um, but I didn't miss it all that much, weirdly. I think Blackout's really good. Th- the three zombie campaigns that are in it are good. So as a package, it still feels like you're getting really good value for money. Especially if you compare it to something like Overwatch. Yeah. Where it's purely multiplayer. You know, this This is, you know... So would you call good. this more of a hero shooter then when you zone in on these, the specialists having their I suppose. special abilities? There's like, a, I, I know yeah. they've, they've tried to jazz them up, haven't they, with yeah. giving them, like, neon-coloured, what are they called, fatigues and whatnot. Well, you, you can unlock different skins as well. Some of them were insane, the skins I was coming up against. I mean, mostly dying too, because obviously they played a shitload to unlock mm. all, the, all the cool stuff. Um, yeah. I think it's more down that kind of Overwatch route a little bit. I don't want to compare it like directly to Overwatch. I mean, there is a thing called best play now as well at the end of each round. Is there a play of the game? Play of the game thing, yeah. Where you have to watch usually yourself being killed in it. It's usually me going, oh, this is the bit where I ran around the corner and got headshotted. Yeah, great. I want to see that again. <laughs> um, I didn't get a best play, no. <laughs> believe it or not. No. Well, I did have some good passages of play and I was a bit disappointed not to get them. Hmm. Like as um, Firebreaker, I did a good flamethrower rampage. Didn't get the credit. Bollocks. Uh, yeah, R- write care, a strongly triple, worded letter. So you, you said heist is new. Uh, I well, think it is, yeah. Is, yeah, is, is hard point No, no. Hard point has been around. Control, no, I don't think so. Well, what are the multiplayer modes? Before we get on to like, the big one. Uh, well, you got obviously Deathmatch, uh, Team Deathmatch Free For All, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what else you got? Uh, kill Confirmed. That's a, that's a no. That's a that's a favourite of mine though. Um, I didn't know it's gun game in this. I really like gun game. Uh, you start What's with like um, you start with a really good gun, and then as you get kills, the gun changes until I think eventually you got to get a kill with a knife right at the end. Okay. So yeah, it's that, going that's to get really less fun. powerful as a, I think, you or, get you get, or does it get more powerful? And then the final kill has to be a knife. It's been a long time since I played mm. gun game, but yeah, that's the idea that the gun keeps changing, the weapon keeps changing with each kill you bag. So, um, yeah, it's good. That's a really good mode. I don't think it's in this one. Maybe mm. they'll add it. So you mentioned zombies. Zombies is yep. back, mm-hmm. but rather than one zombies mode you have... Is, is, it, is three. it three or four? Well, it's four if you have the season pass. There's one called right. Classified, um, but I didn't get the season pass, so I didn't play that one. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, you've got nine, which is kind of a Roman arena, sort of amphitheatre. Uh, then you've got Voyage of Despair, which is the sinking Titanic... And you find zombies in that. And then there's Blood of the Dead, which is a reimagining, in inverted commas, of Mob of the Dead from Call of Duty Black Ops 2. With right. uh, the characters from the Origins maps. Uh, Rick Toffin and the others. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Um, so yeah, they're all really good. They've all got their own little secrets and things to discover. And Rush Mode as well in Zombies is, is really good. Um, gives you a good chance to kind of explore the maps that as well. 
because it opens the doors for you periodically, okay. so you can rush through the map and yeah. Do you a, like a, Do you like the zombies mods? I do. Yeah. Usually, I I don't tend to progress much in them because they're usually a bit overly complicated for me, and I don't have the patience. But these seem a bit more manageable based on what I played. Um, they're just super fun, man. They're really mm. good. I'm, I, I thought three was kind of overkill, but I think longevity-wise, if you're sort of looking for that kind of campaign thing, I guess that's your go-to mode. It's the closest thing to a yeah. campaign. Well, apart I from suppose. the... But, uh, yeah, the specialist HQ. Yeah. Now, our man, who obviously, if you have noticed, isn't here today, Josh yeah. Wise, <laughs> yeah. he played it, reviewed it, and he that was one of the... The down points of the game, Specialist HQ. Well, it's kind so what, of... It's, it's like a tutorial mode, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you can kind of take it or leave it. it get, you can play as each specialist and learn their various abilities, and it's connected by kind of CG cutscenes and story bits, which is, I suppose, ties into the Black Ops lore, mm-hmm. if that's what you're after. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really just a tool for getting to know the specialists and what they're capable of. That's That's really all it is. I mean, if you go in there expecting like some amazing story, you're going to be really disappointed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people will be going to Black Ops Four for mm-hmm. Blackout. Yeah, I played a small bit of Blackout. What do you think? And it really impressed me. It's good, isn't it? I quite enjoyed yeah, yeah. it actually. Now I was playing duos with Josh, mm-hmm. and you know, like we were just hopping on quad bikes and driving around, just having a bit of fun. Really, yeah. like I wasn't playing properly yeah, yeah. per se uh, and also like I, I don't have loads of history with Battle Royale games in the vast history of Battle yeah, Royale yeah. games <laughs> yeah. you have I'd say more than me anyway you've played a bit more PUBG than I've I have played a little bit of PUBG I've played maybe two or three rounds of Fortnite right. um, I played a little bit of Blackout because uh, Dan actually wrote the Blackout section of my review because he played hours and hours and hours of it um, but I played, you know, a few matches and it's really good. It's just a very polished Battle Royale mode. Because mm-hmm. initially, again, the, the cynic in me, when they announced Battle Royale, I was like, oh, yeah, of course they're going to do Battle Royale. It's the... But they've done a really good job. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to kind of, you know, begrudge that because it is such a polished, good Battle Royale mode. Does it, does it differ all that much to... PUBG, as far as you yeah. can see. Like, does it, does it, well, I suppose, uh, let me reword that. Does it fall more in line with PUBG or more in line with Fortnite? Because PUBG um, maybe is a little bit slower paced, generally Fortnite, a bit quicker. I'd say it's closer to PUBG, but with a more kind of arcade leaning almost. So where PUBG's kind of slightly more, I don't know, simmy, I guess. Mm-hmm. This is less so. So you've got lots of gadgets and things and it's it's a bit more accessible, a bit easier to play. Not I quite as complicated. Agree, yeah. yeah. Like you pick up stuff, you pick up like scopes and things and, and yeah, you've got the grapple hook. Everything you pick up just gets attached to your gun instantly. There's no sort of fanning about in menus and stuff. It it yeah, it's just very slick. Um yeah, a bit more accessible, I'd say. Has it put a lot of pressure on Battlefield, do you think? Uh, yeah, I can't remember what's the battlefield one called. Firestorm. Again? Firestorm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that looks really cool, but we've not seen enough of that really. Mm. But um, I guess now it's kind of the uh, it's set the bar for what battlefield needs to be or get be better than. Like, do do you think that many will 
will find themselves becoming blackout players rather than Maybe. PUBG or Fortnite. Maybe I'd love to see the numbers on PUBG. I think I don't think Fortnite's going to have a you know anything taken out of its audience because they're com- surely completely different audiences, aren't they? No, wait, ten-year-old kids. <laughs> That's totally Call of Duty's demographic. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're completely different audiences. <laughs> no, they're not, are they? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see the the sort of player engagement numbers for PUBG and Fortnite and see uh, what's happened post Black Ops mm. Four. Yeah. Now a similar audience, Rich, ten year old kids, <laughs> mm. they would probably be interested in WWE two thousand and nineteen. Two K nineteen. Excuse me, if you will. So. Um, yeah. You played a bit of this. A lot. Did you play a lot in uh, the end? I reviewed it, yeah. Because I know I know you were getting quite cross. Well, yeah, I was getting really pissed off in the office and then I realised that the objectives in 2K Showcase, which is back this year, they are mandatory. They're not optional. <laughs> so I thought they were optional. I was trying to win this match. I'm like, why, why, why can't I win? And then I was like, oh, you've got to actually do the objectives, mm. you idiot. Now, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, you are a lapsed wrestling fan. I, mm, yeah. I, I, well, I know you said you, you watched <laughs> yeah. something the other. Yeah, that means I'm totally back into it. I watched it three weeks ago or something. I, I do enjoy wrestling. I'm probably a lapsed WWE fan a little bit at the moment. Right. But... I like when when these new games come out, when the two K games come out, I'm just like, I, I I just can't, I can't. Yeah, it's 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 been t- t- too many years now of disappointment and shite <laughs> because the game is just too complicated, Rich. The yeah. controls are too convoluted. That's fair. The characters look too shit. <laughs> it it's just so fiddly. Yeah, and. When, because hopefully next week or the week after, next week, what's next week? Yeah, yeah, maybe next week I might be able to speak a bit about Fire Pro. Um, oh, Because right, okay, I've yeah. played a small bit of it. Now mm. I want to play more. But that just seems like a more accessible wrestling game in 2018 than WWE 2K19. But you have played it. Mm. And, were, you know, whilst in the office you were a bit cross... Did, yeah. were, were you cross? I was like, turned around a little bit were when you? I played it at home, yeah. It's actually, uh, as far as the 2K series, WWE series goes, this is one of the better ones, definitely. And you know what kind of salvaged a lot of it for me was my player. My player is actually really, really good this it, year. What's, what's my player? So in is NBA 2K19, there's my player and it's always been... You play as this guy with a nickname. You create your character. Was that the character you created called Twat Striker? <laughs> that was in WWE 2K, yeah. So I created... Uh, basically, I was getting pissed off with the game. So I created a guy called Twat Striker with a purple ponytail mm. and like a goatee. And he was, you know, small and bulky and crap. A superstar. Yeah, a superstar. And I ended up really liking him because of his <laughs> because of his personality in my player. Because of like the, the story and the... the the, the voice guy mm. who does the so it's like NBA 2K 90 uh, 2K now in that you have um, a voiced character who voices your created character and um, they're like in say the last NBA they were called oh, 
bloody hell, I can't, or prez or whatever in yeah. one of them, that kind of thing or whatever, or frequency vibrations, one of them was called. In this, your guy, your guy starts out called, being called Van Gogh because he has a van that he lives out of and he goes he around in it. Excellent. But then that changes to buzz because he's generating buzz and okay. hype around his name. Um, and it's just really kind of cool little sort of scrappy underdog story guy who's trying to get into the WWE. And it's it's kind of funny. It's written in an amusing way. Is it? Does it? Is it tongue in cheek? Yeah, kind of Triple H is the big sort of antagonist who's you know like you're a dick. You don't belong in the mm-hmm. WWE kind of thing. And it's yeah, it's it's kind of done in a tongue in cheek kind of charming way. And I really liked it. And um, yeah, that's definitely the best thing about it. And also, it just feels uh, in the ring. It feels a bit more. I don't know. Kind of there this year. It's still got kind of a lot of the fiddly mechanics and stuff, but I learned like the submission mini game. You can change that in the menu to a button matching thing instead. So I okay. did that and that kind of alleviated that issue because I hate that. Should stupid... you have to though would be the question I would ask. No, you shouldn't have to because I, I do hate all the stick twiddly little mini games for submissions and stuff. And it's like, how many little mini game things can you shoehorn mm. into this game? Like, ah, so yeah, I mean, it's still overcomplicated. It's not the best game in the world, but... If you're a fan of the WWE 2K series, this is the definitely it's definitely the best it's been in a long time, I'd say. Is there anything on WWE's deal with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia at all? <laughs> does it does it tackle that at all and their upcoming Crown Jewel show, which is still going on no. despite the controversy surrounding uh, the journalist. Oh, really? I uh, can't oh, remember shit. his name. Kashagi. I thought it? you were making a joke or something. No, I'm not making a joke at all. It is a oh, real God. thing. There's a great article that I will uh, mm. link you to which describes, outlines the whole thing. That is not addressed. Fucking, is it not addressed? No, well, at all, no. So I hope that they'll be honest and patch it in mm. because I think they should. They probably won't. They probably won't. <laughs> you were almost a jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly Let's go bowling. This is my favorite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Yay! Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character. And you, Rich Walker, and just you, Rich Walker, <laughs> it's you against yourself this week, yeah. must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop and then give me said answer. Yeah. You get the clues once, once only. Listen up, listen up good. Clue number one. My first and only appearance Mm -hmm. in a video game came in 2009. Uh, 29. Okay. Yeah. Clue number two. I am a walking stereotype. (laughs) And I'm not a fan of Nazis. Ooh. We've had BJ Busquids. That's not him. Mm. Um, hmm. Clue number three. My developer was closed by my publisher shortly before the game's launch. Oh man, this so sounds I can, really I can familiar. See the cogs spinning in your head, Rich. This sounds really familiar. Clue number three. My aim is to bring colour to the world. Well, that's, oh, a, that's a result of my aim. It's um, stop. Rich Walker. I can't remember his name. The mm. saboteur, isn't it? I'm, I'm, What's his name? The saboteur is, is a, the name of a game, Rich. Ah! I'd, I'll give you clue number five. My game was set in the 1940s. I like drink. I was a race car driver. <laughs> race car driver? Yeah. 
Was yeah, it really? That's how the game starts. That doesn't I help think. me. That doesn't, doesn't help, help me. you. No. Oh, oh. <clears throat> he's got a really... Is it Seamus something? Oh. It's Seamus. No. No, Sean. Maybe. Sean. <laughs> is it Sean O something? No, I'm Sean... I'm sorry. I no, don't no, no, no. I don't think I can give it to you, Rich. No, wait, I'll wait, give wait. you five seconds. Uh, Sean, Sean De- Devlin, Sean. Hold on, you do you want to say stop? Stop, Sean Devlin. And this week's winner <sighs> is Rich. Walker. It was in there somewhere. Where did you was pull it? That from? I don't know. Isn't there some Sean or something to? Well done. <laughs> thank you. Pull that out yeah. of the bag there. Yeah. So to go through the clues, my first and only appearance in a video game came in 2009. Yes, the saboteur. Clue number two: I am a walking stereotype, and I'm not a fan of Nazis. Both true. Mm-hmm. Clue number three: My developer, Pandemic, was closed by my publisher, EA, shortly before the game's launch. Clue number four: My aim is to bring color to the world. Well, that's the result of my aim. So when you would go into yeah. an area and you would kill the Nazis, and it would yeah. go from like black and white to like um, the blob. Uh, de Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was thinking Pleasantville. Oh, you yeah, know that yeah. film, Pleasantville? Yeah, think, yeah. And clue number five my game was set in the 1940s. I like drink. I was a race car driver. Again, all true. And all related to Sean Devlin. <laughs> He's an Irish character. He loves drink. Oh, dear. Of course he does. Oh, yeah. Of course. How, how he do you does. feel about Sean Devlin? Oh, I, he's a hero to my people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the questions, uh, the comments, and the queries. Uh, it's probably offensive. I don't know. That's my, that's my impression of uh, Fred Siriex from the States. Fred Siriex. Love, love. Siriex, isn't it? Is that and a it should be It should be Syria, I think. But I watched that stupid Gordon Gino and Fred in, in the comment, the narration. Um, Gordon's like, me, Gino and Fred Siriex. Who? Hang on. Who? Go, Gordon Ramsay. Have Gino you not about this? No, yeah. Gordon Ramsay, and Fred, Gino DeCampo and Fred from First Dates yeah, are, doing, a, are doing what together? They're, they're doing a road trip in a camper van. The first what? Ep- it's a three episode thing. The first episode was Gino going to Italy with them. The next episode is them going to France and then presumably the next one is Gordon going up to Scotland and, you know. I was not aware, not aware of this. Of this. Wow. Who's, is it, who's doing it? Channel 4? Uh, ITV, weirdly. ITV are doing yeah. it. Mm. Well, I'm... It, yeah, yeah. Was, the first, was the first episode enjoyable? Uh, it made Gino DeCampo look like a little bit of a twat. It is. In my, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. I wasn't aware that he was such a, a knobhead. I mean, there was. Do you remember when he was on I'm a Celebrity and there was the stuff about him cooking the rat? You remember he killed oh, the really? rat? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> questions, theories, comments, yeah, queries. Yeah. This is the part of the show where we do take your correspondence and then we read it out on said podcast. Mm. It's a system and it works. At any stage throughout the week, you can email us podcast at videogamer.com or you can tweet us because every Tuesday we send a call out on twitter.com asking for your suggestions and question series, comments and queries. So, Daniel got in touch. Hello again, VG bros. I'm about to retire my go-to controller for my Steam rig. My trusted 360 controller has been my weapon of choice for almost 10 years. And so, I'm on the hunt for a replacement device. Question, what is the controller you would recommend above all others? Love you loads, Daniel. Love you loads, Daniel. Um, I would recommend the Xbox 360 controller. I think I would too. (laughs) Or the Xbox One controller, I guess. Well, would you recommend the Xbox One controller? Yeah. Like, above the Xbox 360 controller? Yeah. 
I think so. I suppose maybe now that they have... Do you remember the first Xbox 360 controller with the bumpers that were horrendous? You had to dislocate your finger to press them. They're really hard. Oh, the Xbox One controller. Or Xbox One, did I say Xbox 360? Yeah, they were a bit too... Oh, they were really yeah, springy. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I suppose since the, the update after that, mm. uh, yeah, I suppose Xbox One. Yeah, I think that's the best controller, isn't it? I mean, you could you could spend a bit of money on a scuff one or something, and or a, don't get an elite one because I've heard so many reports of stick drift. Really, and I've experienced it myself. It's because the little analog stick modules are made of plastic, and they wear out. Oh, they should be made of metal. Stupid. Well, it's not an elite controller, is it? It's not. It's got elite components not an elite in it. Controller at all. Yeah. Ross got in touch and said, "If you had the money and space to have an arcade cabinet in your house, what game would you choose?" Rich Walker. I would like, I think, something like Star Wars Battle Pod. Oh. Or if I was going for the retro vibe, like the original Street Fighter Championship Edition or something like that. Right, right. Yeah. I think I would probably have, because I used to always find it very exciting, Mm. like the proper either House of the Dead or Time Crisis setup. Yeah, that would be good. no, you would need a lot of space because you had True. the pedals as well, didn't you? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I used to use the pedal from my steering wheel on the PlayStation One to play Time Crisis. I did used to, you? I used to do the proper arcade setup oh, in my living that's, room. That's pretty it was great. Yeah, uh, Michael got in touch. I got stuck in a bit of Hollow, Hollow Knight for over an hour last night and nearly rage quit. What's the longest you have got stuck on a game? Oh, also any and all tips for Yakuza Zero and how to make my cabaret bar the greatest in the land, please, as you are the Yakuza's. Oh. Gurus. I've got lots of tips there. So but let's answer the first bit. What's the longest you've gotten stuck on a game? Oh man, there's so many like flashbacks I'm having to c- crying with rage almost. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I think maybe, maybe, uh, uh, do you know what? I'm thinking of like Street Fighter 2 days again with M. Bison. Or like getting stuck on fucker. an opponent. Yeah. On M. M Bison in the like uh, uh, seven star level or whatever, he was a bastard. Because I I can't. Well, the first thing that comes to my head is there was a puzzle, quite a simple puzzle, where you had to move big ice blocks around mm. an area in Mario and Rabbids. Okay, because you had the XCOM strategy levels, but there was also like worlds you oh. ran around, and there was one part where I, you had to move these blocks. And I just, I couldn't for the fucking life really? do it. Oh. I just, it bogged the shit on me because I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just couldn't do yeah. that. That's the worst, screen. isn't it? When you're like, I know. if I could just, <laughs> ah, brain, yeah. work for me, please. Uh, but yeah, it happens mm. a lot, to be honest. Do, Yakuza Zero tips. Uh, Yakuza Zero tips, yeah. And how to make the cabaret bar brilliant. Well, you've just got to make sure that you cater to your guests. Mm. Uh, so look for the little, the, the smiley face on the clients that want, you know, certain girls. (laughs) And then whenever a girl needs help, attend to it quickly and always get the hand signals right. Remember the sort of L is the guest glass. The kind of Uh, C shape is the hostess's glass. The sort of ringing, the the towel, the towel and then sort of the opening hands is a menu. And then that kind of, uh, (laughs) phone kind of, uh, gesture is like a ice refill yeah Mm. so just make sure you get that right Uh, obviously keep your roster staffed with the platinum and gold 
women if you can <laughs> this sounds terrible it does, doesn't it it sounds, it sounds awful but it's, like it's, it. it's a harmless mini game it's fine um and uh yeah you will be a successful host mm. yes <laughs> sounds actually do you know what i i finished yakuza kwami 2 recently oh, yeah. what do you think yeah it's it's excellent it is excellent <laughs> isn't it it's brilliant and finally binster asks a peculiar one but still fuck marry kill but for biscuits <laughs> no binster they they say that they would fuck custard cream marry fox's jam and cream kill rich tea and also adds <laughs> holiday affair with tim tam okay <laughs> have you ever had a tim tam no they're lovely they're like a kind of australian penguin bar but creamier oh mm. well see i well, are they like see i wouldn't call a penguin a biscuit a penguin to me like penguin right. club it's got biscuit in it ah yeah but so does a twix and what would you call that a biscuit no fuck <laughs> off you would not <laughs> fuck marry kill biscuits <laughs> this is so weird um, I, see I'd marry a custard cream I think um, uh, but that's just because I adore right. custard cream. I think I'd marry a chocolate orange hobnob okay I'd have sex with like one of those Fox's Crunch chocolate Oh, I cookies. like that. You know, the chunky cookie I like that. I might ones. get in that action, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a threesome situation. <laughs> and I think I'd kill like a Gary Baldy or something, one of those dry kind of fruit I thought you were going to say Gary, Gary Barlow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Gary Barlow and a Gary Baldy. Um, Holiday Fair. Um, what is a really like filthy biscuit? <laughs> 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 a wagon wheel <laughs> a jammy wagon wheel <laughs> oh, how's that that's pretty good yeah, I, uh, I think see I'd, I'd marry a custard cream mm. well, see I think I'd be going down the there's another bit to this I've just noticed <laughs> on the next page oh, is there? Jesus what's, what's the next bit Rich disgraced after paparazzi pictures in a fives up with and he's gone for wagon, wagon wheel, wheel uh. Uh, yeah, I, I think I would marry a custard cream. I would kill a. I'd kill. Do you know what? I think I'd kill a digestive. Really? Digestive claims no. to be far more fancy than it is. It's and a good, it's, but it's, it's a good, reliable biscuit. I, I think a Mariette is a good, reliable it's biscuit. It's the kind of salt of the earth biscuit. It's mm. the workhorse. It won't fall apart in your tea unless it's already cracked, yeah, and then it will. Yeah. But, yeah. I think I'd fuck <laughs> a. I love, this is the best question we've ever had. <laughs> God, I don't know. Oh, I have it. A Viscount. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. A classy. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, it would yeah. be a classy. What flavour? Mint. Oh, yeah, yeah. A minty yeah. Viscount. Yeah, a minty Viscount. Yeah, good, good. The holiday affair, then, I yeah. suppose. God. A party ring. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 not, <laughs> it's a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. That's gonna a be, great answer. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, what about the disgraced paparazzi? Oh, disgraced paparazzi. Oh, God. Mine's a coconut marshmallow tonics tea cake. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And I know that'd be controversial for you because it's got coconut on it. Uh, yeah, that would yeah. definitely be controversial. I don't know, a Mikado? I thought I do. I like Mikado. I like Mikados. <laughs> so you won't. What, but then it would be messy. I don't, I don't. Where are you putting the Mikado? Maybe that's what it is. Well, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Uh, so that just about does it for this week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast. Thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. As I said last week, you can head to videogamer.com forward slash forums where. 
you can talk to some like-minded people about video games and mm. other things like the biscuits you would have sex with. <laughs> so do head there, and also you can win a prize as well. Um, we'll can someone just win a prize for setting fu- up a biscuit? <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill biscuit forum. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not no. I would say unless they gave like a thousand words on their choice of what biscuits. Yeah, it's a really good post. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it needs to be. It's worth it can be mind. funny. It can be insightful. It can be mm. silly. Whatever thought provoking. Be- yes, the best <laughs> one will win a prize every week. Uh, if you want extra podcast as well, you can head to patreon.com forward slash video gamer and sign up there for only four dollars and fifty cents a month. You will get this podcast a day early with an extra bit at the end, as well as four monthly podcasts. And I should say, as well to reiterate what I said earlier, if you want your opinion heard on this show. Just email us, podcast at videogamer.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes, seven stars only, please. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Cullum underscore Horn. Rich is at RichieWA2. Video Gamers and all of your relevant social networks, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at VideoGamer.com, and on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash VideoGamerTV. But for all of your video gamer needs, just head to VideoGamer.com. And now it's time for my least favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show where we must bid the listener had you. So say goodbye, Rich Walker. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Conor Mahern Sloan. Go fall. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>